Hey guys, welcome back to our special segment now on the business machine, brand new. And what we're talking about is, and what we're calling it, is the fitness machine. Now, I can't talk about the fitness machine. I could talk business all day, but I can talk a little bit about it, but I had to bring an expert along with me and Justin Grinnell and I, uh, Justin's from State of Fitness, are partnering together to bring you um, some tips and, and strategies to help fuel your personal machine so that you can do the best for your employer or for your company. And so Justin's here, thanks man. Hey, thanks man. Um, Let's talk today. We talked about uh, earlier. We've talked about you know nutrition. We've talked about lifting weights and all kinds of things that you can do in the morning. I want to talk about some tools. And one of the tools specifically that you keep bringing up and all your trainers do too is the kettlebell. So pretty new on the scene. Maybe not for you, but in the, for the most part, I don't think a lot of people had seen the kettlebell till like four or five, six, seven years ago. But it's there and it's all over and you and you love it. Why is that? Well, yeah, to give you the quick history on it, yeah, I mean, in the 1500s in Russia, it was really invented. It was invented um, for, for weighing things. And then they started playing around with them and figured out it was kind of a neat tool to get a little bit of exercise. Um, so it's been around for a long time, but uh, it wasn't really until a gentleman named Pavel Satsalin uh, from Russia um, brought it over to America. Now he's, you know, the head of what's called Strong First, a great affiliate uh, certification and strength affiliation. Uh, but it's very new in our scene. And you know, five, ten years. You're exactly yeah, right. right. And a little scary for people. Is people still think, oh, the kettlebell hurts you, and you know, this, that, and the other. Smaller gyms will hide them in the closet. Only the trainers can only use them. And it's just because there's just an unknown. And I, I get it. I used to be like, oh, people are crazy putting kettlebells away. But I get it. If you don't know how to use something, you would be scared of it. Yeah. Same thing with me. I go to computers and I'm like, I don't know how to use this. I'm scared of it. So <laughs> you know, I get it. But the kettlebell by far, 100%, is the most versatile and useful fitness tool for anybody of any level. It does not matter. Yeah, and it was interesting to me because I hadn't really used one before. And then once I started there, I had asked you, hey, what should I bring to spring break? And you're like, bring your kettlebell. And, or I told you, I said, yeah, I'm going to bring this. And you're like, yeah, that's perfect. That's all you need. And also what I thought was fascinating is you're right. To this morning, there was people of all ages, uh, male and female, um, from 18 to, I don't know, 65 probably. And they were using different levels of or different uh, weights of kettlebells, but they were all doing it. Yeah, it's just, it's such a, the, 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 the amount of exercises you can do with it is just infinite. Um, and it's also really great for, say, places that train people in large groups and small groups. Right. Because it's a, it takes up a very minimal amount of space. So when we're talking about, you know, things that we can use in the gym and at home, um, the kettlebell is by far the easiest one because it takes a minimal space. It doesn't cost too much money. I mean, think about it. I can get you a better workout with two different size kettlebells, probably going to run you about 100 bucks. Yep. And then people ask me, well, what treadmill should I get? I'm like, how about you just ditch your treadmill yeah, and walk outside. I know the winter months are tough and get some kettlebells for some strength. You, and then you can put them right in the corner of your house. Yeah, and so you can't hang clothes on kettlebells like you can a treadmill. Yeah, so I, think, I, don't, I don't know the statistic, Brian, but I think it's like 80, 90%, something crazy. You could Google it. When you get the, it. The people that get an elliptical or a treadmill and yep. actually use it. It just sits there. Yeah, I think that was a, I, I saw that in one of the shark tanks that they had some new device that they were trying to pitch to these guys. And somebody had said, you know, I think it's like 90%. 90% of people that get anything, it's not just a treadmill, but anything like that, elliptical, use it for a month and then it never gets used. Very, it's just like a diet. You go on a diet before 30 days you're done yeah you can go on justin's blog too and there's all kinds of things on there about kettlebells and talk about you know this is what was really interesting to me and i think this should be good for your members and also for our listeners is you guys you and your trainers went to a kettlebell class yeah and it was pretty intense 
And it wasn't just something where you're like, yeah, this is how you use the kettlebell. I mean, they were looking at every single piece of your body to make sure you guys were doing it right. So why would you guys go do that? It seems like you already know how to do this. How, how important is it? And how, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is like, it's pretty precise. So yeah. talk about that course, because I want to hear about it, because I was talking to Jess and they were like, they're watching how far our feet are off the ground. And, you know, we're bringing back all this stuff about kettlebells and she was really excited about it. What, what was that about and why did you guys decide to go do that? Well, uh, again, it's, a, it's this group called Strong First. In our you know, country, they're considered kind of the gold standard of how to use not only kettlebells, but body weight and also barbells too. And you know, as trainers, continuing education is huge. Sometimes as a trainer, anybody in any craft that you have, you kind of get caught up in your old ways. And you know, you can't really see yourself do stuff unless you video it and things like that. So I encourage my trainers, I'm like, hey guys, it's gonna be about an hour and a half away. I want you guys to go there with me. We only, for eight hours, we did five exercises. Um, and it's just really trying to understand the regressions, the progressions, how we can get our clients to do them better, whatever level they're at. Small movements that, you know, maybe you need to hinge more, maybe you need to push your knees out more. Everybody's a little bit different. So it just really sharpened our skills. Um, and it did open my eyes to a couple different things I was doing, doing incorrect, especially after an injury, your body's gonna have movement dysfunction. Yeah. And you're gonna have different motor control. And I had that right now. I had surgery a year ago and, and some lumbar stuff. And you know, I just need to rewire my brain and, and get moving better. Hi everybody, Brian here real quick. This episode of The Business Machine is sponsored by the one and only Michigan Creative. That's right. Michigan Creative sponsors this Business Machine podcast for now. So if you have other sponsors that would be willing to sponsor our little Business Machine podcast, it's a great resource for business owners across the globe. And this one is sponsored by us here at Michigan Creative. Michigan Creative is a full service marketing and design firm in Lansing, Michigan. We provide mobile friendly websites digital marketing, video production, branding, graphic design, and much, much more. So we'd love to work with you uh, wherever you are, and we really just want to talk to you. So if you want to just talk to us here at Michigan Creative, you can call me. My cell phone is 517-899-4533, or just visit michigancreative.com. All right, back to the show. Let's talk about two kettlebell exercises that um, I know you guys are your go-to exercises, obviously the swing and then the carry, uh, which doesn't necessarily have to be with a kettlebell, but I know it's related to that. So let's talk about the swing and the hinge and how important that is and what, what that does. Because it seems like when you watch somebody do it, if you haven't done it before, you're just swinging this kettlebell. But there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, when you think about an athletic stance or an athletic movement, uh, say it's a lineman uh, getting lined up, say it's someone jumping, um, you know, though that's the, the hinge is the powerhouse of your body. Yep. Um, so the kettlebell swing, if hinged correctly, a should not hurt your lower back, which a lot of people perceive it should or will. Um, and B, it's going to work just by every muscle in your body, in particular your core and your hips. And any movement, that's our that's our centerpiece. That's where all the energy is going to come from, stored and bring it to our limbs. Um, and also the cool thing about the kettlebell, it's a real efficient, inefficient exercise. What that means for most folks and their and their goals is great fat loss, yeah. uh, because you're basically thrusting your hips and tightening your muscles with a weight, and you're doing that repeatedly, and that means a lot of calorie burn. Talk about the carry. Um, does the carry always happen typically with a kettlebell? Um, it can happen with anything. I think, uh, especially in our situation um, and with our clients at home, because they have kettlebells, is it's a very easy tool to use the, the carry with. Yeah. It's in particular really good for like a one-arm overhead carry, a suitcase carry, some of these asymmetrical carries we do. Um, so yeah, if, when it comes to the carry, kettlebell kettlebells can be our go-to. We'll use dumbbells and things, sandbags and things like that. 
but you know th the kettlebell definitely is is great for that now you talked about one old you know kettlebell has been around for a long time um, but something else that you like that we talked about is it has been around for a long time is a jump rope seems pretty simple but you like that you like it a lot why is that you know, I think it's just the lost art in fitness. You know, I think, you know, not enough kids do it when they're younger. Uh, they're not doing it in gym class anymore. They did when I was in gym class, you know, 15, 20 years ago, but it's faded. Um, you know, the jump rope is a self-correcting exercise. You know, we're so, we're sitting all day, we have poor posture. And so what the, the jump rope does is you can't jump rope with poor posture or else you just won't be able to jump rope. Um, your core is turned on. You have these little flexors and extensors in your ankles that are working, and we lose ankle mobility. Um, you have to have the shoulders down and back. And also, NASA did a cool study. They wanted to see that, okay, what's the, you know, when you're up in space, you're losing muscle mass, you're using bone density, what's the best exercise that you, use, you can use to, you know, turn on all these different cells and, and help, you know, reduce some of those uh, things that happen in space? And it was the jump rope, really? and it was the trampoline. Huh. Because you're having these repeated bouts of movement, it's very minimal disruption on the joints. So if you get a runner, if I have a runner that's injured and they want to get the cardio fix in, um, and we're still rehabbing, the jump rope's where it's at. You have you know minimal disruption on the joints, uh, but you're going to get maximum impact on the core, on your cardio, on your conditioning, and your proprioception. It's definitely yeah, right. a there's definitely a, an agility uh, kind of movement proprioceptive component to that as well. Average guy, um, let's talk about the two size dumbbell, or I'm sorry, kettlebells that I should get um, at home, something I want to have at home, heavy weights. I know it's going to depend on the person, but what, what should I be looking for? Like, am I talking 20 and 60? Am I talking 40 and 80? What am I looking at? So the average guy, you want to work up to, which is, a, they most good ones come in kilos, a 16 kilo, which is about 35 pounds, and a 24 kilo, which is 53 pounds. Okay. That's what you're going to want to, want to get. Um, you might, if you're just starting out, go for that 12 kilo, that 26.8 pounds. Um, but you want to get to the 35 and the 53. And a female? A uh, female, um, I would say you can get that 8 kilo one um, and also the, the, the uh, 16 kilo one for the heavier one. Sometimes go in between and get that, uh, that uh, uh, 12 kilo one. Um, so the 35 for swings and for goblet squats that you want to work up for a woman. Um, forget Turkish get-ups and maybe some presses and some rows. Then you're looking at the 8 to 12 kilo. Cool. Somebody who's 55 to 70, uh, kettlebell swings, no good? They are good depending on where they're at. Yeah. So, you know, we'll start with the kettlebell deadlift first. First, we'll make sure they have the mobility and, and, and joint stiffness is gone. And we'll work them into that deadlift pattern, that hinge pattern. We'll work on that first. Um, and we'll get them doing some deadlifts with some light weight. And then we'll build them up to some good good amount of weight you know we have some people 50 60 70 sure. deadlifting two three hundred pounds yeah um but once we get their movement right then we yes we can get them to swing cool all right and that was justin grinnell from the fitness machine on the fitness machine from state of fitness and state of fitness is located in east lansing michigan check out their website at mystateoffitness.com why should somebody go to my state of fitness and why should somebody do the month trial at state of fitness if someone is struggling to find out what they really need to do to increase their quality of life and get healthy they need to hire a coach. Um, and, and our staff, you don't just get one trainer, you're gonna get 10 trainers, you're gonna get a support staff, you're gonna get 20 interns, you're gonna have, a, and not to mention, which is even better, a group of members yeah. that are supportive. So if you don't have a good support system, it's gonna be tough to succeed. Cool, Justin Grinnell from State of Fitness here in East Lansing, Michigan, a great guy, great trainer. 
knows his stuff. So check out and look at his blog on mystateoffitness.com. There are a lot of things about kettlebells on there. Their Facebook page has a lot of great tutorials and videos on there as well. So check it out. Again, I'm Brian Town from the Fitness Machine Business Machine and also CEO of Michigan Creative. And remember, guys, a great leader makes everyone around him or her better than they are. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks.